Now featuring Aaron from Netflix and Grill. Hello and welcome to the 101st episode of Afternoon Yap. On today's episode, we're going to cover the Bob Odenkirk film Nobody, the new live-action Mortal Kombat movie, and the PS5 exclusive Returnal. I'm Chunk the Punk, and with me today are my co-hosts Aaron. Hello, hello. And it's author of the best-selling children's book, Thomas and his Crooked Hog. It's my best pal in the whole world. It's Dinger Dog. What's up, guys? That's where Farmer Tom... <laughs> As a, a a a pig that's gone against the law. You he's wrote got, the book. Yes, that's, that's, that's precisely he's, what yeah, it was. He's a, I, he's a, I mean, then he's a politician. He's a little bit crooked. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I told Dinger. I was like, I love, I love the story. It's fantastic, and the pictures look even better. The title, <laughs> title is a little concerning. It just went on to sell millions. I mean, yeah. it's a fantastic book. It's a page turner. I, I mean, maybe not for the target demographic but we we hit a demographic and they're buying i wanted to start off why with we're opening we're starting the show fresh 101st episode we're going to start a new format that's why i really wanted to open up with the really fresh author of the book joke <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. way back in the beginning not funny but mm-hmm. i was doing them all the time i like thomas's crooked hog though and i also had one that came up to mind and it was something along the lines of um if you don't mind that's my penis Ooh. by dinger dog <laughs> face anyway well, they, they can't change in the hundred they can't they can't we're still doing the jokes where people need to see anyway we we had our last episode two weeks ago it was a little bit boozy it went on a little bit too long we had a long conversation about where we want the show to go and we decided we wanted it wasn't it. a coup it wasn't a coup and that's no. fine you guys have every right to be like listen we're gonna quit or <laughs> maybe already or did. strike it wasn't a <laughs> strike <laughs> Or a coup. We're gonna tighten the show up. We've yeah. been doing three. We've been doing three segments for years now, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to how me and Dinger Dog started this show, which is two segments. No plan. No plan. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're new to the show, we'll open up the first segment with uh, just uh, our camaraderie. <laughs> uh, we will have a commercial by our very real. Um, Spokespeople, what are they called? Sponsor. Sponsor. Moral Pacations. You should know about a sponsor. We're drinking coffee. Yeah. yeah. After that last yap, I got a sponsor. But and it was then, totally different. We're still going to keep the reviews, but we're going to lose the long review. It's actually going to kind of just be put into the yap reviews at the end because I am always going to want to review games. But sure. I don't, I'm only going to put you guys through that shit if I'm absolutely gushing about the game. I'm not going to sit here and make you listen to 20 minutes of Outriders with two blank faces <laughs> that all you want to do is be upstairs or in another room or just anywhere but down here. Uh, well, thanks. I got, I got some really good... It wasn't good, a coup. It wasn't no, a, a coup. coup. Yeah. I did get good notes from the last episode, though, because I, I told some of my friends, and they were like, it's still really, really funny. Mm-hmm. But our producer... Uh, Chris Alexander, he, I saw him the other day and he was like, was something wrong with Aaron? Like <laughs> he's, his reviews are usually great. Like he said yeah. that, he said that. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Chris. And, uh, he, but he could, he was really having a tough time Speaking. like getting his words together. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> Those two monkeys split a bottle of Weller <laughs> and progressively. And then on top of that, like the champagne of beers, yeah. I, I mean, the bottle wasn't even. full when it got here. 
No, that's which true. is always the best excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. never bring a full bottle because then you're like, it wasn't a full. It was like seventy five percent full. Behind, who knows? Who's the judge? I'm not I, I want to. I want to. The get, taper of the bottle. Who knows? I was at a bar outside with Dinger Dog, and it was a hole in the wall bar. And Dinger Dog said it right back, and he's like, mm-hmm. at a place like this. Play to their strengths. Just turn on that fryer. Right. So in that kind of spirit, I I want to play to our strengths. I mean, mm-hmm. I even sent a text to Dinger today being like, I don't care what you want to review. Fortnite! If you want to <laughs> talk about the second season of SpongeBob... It's it's no skin off my teeth if we if we deep dive into that. We might we might have to do a, a special deep dive into the uh, uh, seven eleven bad words episode of SpongeBob. Okay, yeah, that's Sounds a real fun. good one. Sure, sure. Uh, Digger, you finally cooked a steak right. Way to Ooh. go! Way to go! Shots fired. He fought, and it looked fabulous. And he he sent me a picture of it because he was nervous, and he said, mm. "Is this going to give me the trots?" And I was like, "It's absolutely going to give you the trots, but it it's looks worth it." I, you don't buy good steak, though. What kind of steak was that? It was a nice steak. Flank? No, flank. Is there a brick steak? Is that a thing? A jacket steak? A leather steak? No, that was a, that was a bacon wrap filet. Oh, nice. a filet. Uh, the fine people at Crozier. Nice. Was it in the... Uh, I actually did one of your deals today because I was out in my territory. I needed some lunch. I, I went into Giant Eagle to get a salad. He's wearing a sweatshirt that I haven't seen since he was 26 <laughs> that looks like Skeeter uh-huh. from South Clintonville is what we prefer <laughs> yeah. to be called. Not, none of that North Clintonville yeah. yuppie. Yeah. When you cross North Broadway, you're basically in Worthington. What was I talking Ooh. about? Where about was the bacon I wrap you cooked, Oh, you cooked an ice steak right? No, the idea of this episode is what would Dinger Dog do? Mm-hmm. And it's he would, if he was placed in, I'll buy this ham, this turkey sandwich. It's $5.99. I'm walking out. And I see in the manager special bin, why don't you get the uh, chicken, buffalo chicken wrap that's oh. not breaded? $2.99. Manager mm. special. I only ate half because it was terrible. Yeah. But it's all about the deal. And, and I didn't need a full meal. I didn't need to be stuffed. I just needed to right. get food into my stomach sure. so I could go about my day. And if you, when you're deal hunting through Kroger's or Giant Eagles, you're getting your steps in. Yes, it's true. That's how you. That's, that's a thousand a, steps. Easy, easy, easy. How else do I get in my steps like a good way? You do it by pacing. In the morning, with the meth, the meth makes you. Oh my god! Speaking, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, I've never had one of these nitro cold brews, and you recommended it, so I'm having one with you. We're trying to avoid Mm twenty eight drinks this episode. Yes, sober. Uh, yeah, so we we're, we're just you know what you you know what you guys our did wrong is both of you at the last episode said can we please have it on Friday we're not drinking during the week well that's the <laughs> shit that I did in college where I was like I'm not gonna drink during the week and then I'd be an animal on Friday oh, and then yeah. that's and we're so excited to see excuse each other. me it was the hundredth episode that's, that's where this it really is America was. <laughs> <laughs> being an animal on the weekend is or like born it's in the constitution we pay our taxes. I think yeah. So we can do that. Yeah. It was a hundredth episode special. That's why I brought the bottle of Weller and the Miller Highlight. I know. It's just we've done that two other times, and both times <laughs> it was an absolute mess. Fair enough. And I knew this time because I think the last time I was like, I don't think I should go to work. And uh, but last I avoided the Weller at the last yeah, episode. That was smart. Poof. Still. So you cooked steak, right? No trots. You're feeling good. I'm feeling great. Yeah. yeah. So Ways are are, hard to cook. are you such a man that you don't even put steak sauce on, or are you just S and P? Don't look at me like that. Steak sauce is like no you. Well, where I grew up, steak sauce got you a swift swat there on the wrist. Oh, my wife buys a delicious one that's got a little bit of horseradish in it. 
I know you're not supposed to use it. Why don't you just put ketchup and mustard and mix them together and put it in a bun? Ugh. You put steak Joe, sauce on your hamburgers on the grill. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you, know, you can put your steak sauce on. Yeah, on I, I, steak I used that sandwiches. steak sauce on hamburgers last night. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, great. But not a, uh, if you get a nice cut of meat, you don't. You just need S and P. Olive oil and what? Salt and pepper. Yeah. That's what I do. Maybe. Um, uh, uh, Aaron. Yes, you've been doing jury duty. Oh yeah, first two days, man. Monday and Tuesday. Um, uh, right down to uh, Franklin County Courthouse. Jury duty, and they kicked me off already. I'm, I was home. So they already solved the case of that, that guy that was flashing people in Clintonville? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to recuse myself from being in jury duty when they came. Said, I didn't How do you know to, this I didn't guy? mean to call you Clintonville trash baby. It, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. I, it, just, it sounded funny. Who is Clintonville trash? There's got to be Clintonville trash. That no, no. I mean, it's, it's 30... the South Clintonville is is looked down upon. My <laughs> oh, the air, the campus that you live in. No, that's North Campus, East side of Old North. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anything exciting happened at? Uh, you know, at so, I was at jury duty just in two days. There was uh, not enough people have been going back because of COVID. There wasn't enough judges. They let us go. So, my my day job, I'm in education. Uh. We have A and B cohorts, which means we have kids going just Monday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Long story short, there's been... You didn't do anything today. There's been evacuation drills every day, basically, <laughs> because classes are split in two. So we've been doing fire drills, evacuation drills. I thought I was getting to get away with all that. Tuesday morning, the courthouse pouring rain. Somebody in the basement intentionally busted a sprinkler head, and we had to do an evacuation from the courthouse. <laughs> and I was stuck in the rain outside for half an hour. Oh, that's terrible. So that was neat. But that was my jury duty. Boy, is that uh, what they call Worthington people problems? So, yes. <laughs> I think we touched base on this in the last episode, but Dinger Dog has mm-hmm. been t- has been coaching uh, right. a uh, junior high softball league called the River Rats. Team. I, uh, team, sorry. Me and my wife are immense fans. Mm-hmm. We, we have been going to games. We had to miss Sundays because my wife was A, working, and then the other time, no, she was working for both of those games. So I was with Wes, uh-huh. and and it fell hey. into his naps. I t- trust me, it was a beautiful day. It was like seventy nine degrees. Beautiful I I, I really enjoy going to those games. I guess my questions are: you just you don't support local sports, or you don't support Dinger <laughs> Is that Dog? To Aaron? Oh yeah, 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 yeah Aaron. That's, that's to me. <laughs> I like I, I like the idea of this growing and growing, and then like um, it becomes an issue for me. They're like, hey, we like you coaching and all, but um. Your cohort of uh, hooligans, <laughs> right, right. You know, but first we were we pretended we didn't we, know we what have was like in a the rats cooler. crazy section. Yeah. You know, like with horns and stuff. Behind and the Buckeyes, get... the, the River Rats would be my favorite Columbus team. I mean, I know Dinger likes the uh, the crew. The for, the first rats. game I went to, I was like, we'll I asked a handful of people, back. "Am I allowed to shout go rats?" And now I'm just like, "Go rats!" Yeah. Like I just I like I have that fever. Right. And like these kids, like I said, they just got gumption and they got spirit and it's it's just this whole it's just this whole rigmarole. But um I'll go support them. That sounds fun. The best part about all this mm-hmm. stuff is seeing Dinger Dog in action and the the whole kind of everything's coming full circle because I've known his youngest daughter since she was a baby. I've uh-huh. known his other daughter since she was three. Mm-hmm. And now she's 15 years old, she's kind of a grown-up, right. and I'm watching, like, Dinger not only... No, I'm not going to say anything bad. What are you shaking your head about? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> Dinger, I wouldn't do it to yeah. you. I would not do it to you. Um, but not only is he coaching, but he's parenting at the same time, because both That's of his children are tightrope. Tight so rope. we're discussing about what we are going to do 
at the end of the day, there's mm-hmm. all these people around, and Dinger Dog just casually walks up to his oldest daughter, zips up her sweater. And I, yeah. and I turned, <laughs> and I laughed so hard. It's a heartwarming moment. It, it, it was. And, like, he didn't, <laughs> I forget where I was going with this story, but it's like, Dinger Dog, he says so much non-verbally. He, it's not yeah. like he scolded her. It's not like he said, what you're doing is wrong. It's just zipped up her shirt. It's what? cold outside. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. That's very You're, nice. Yeah, I just it's weather conscious. And and I got so we're watching the game. His his youngest daughter comes up to bat. They, keep in mind, the the league is three teams. Mm-hmm. So every Sunday they're playing the same two teams Blood and all of rivalries. the parents are are very familiar with all the players and all of the coaches. So mm-hmm. literally Dinger's getting hot tips from the other teams. Sure. Where the mo- one of the moms is like, "Hey, like I want to put my daughter in for for pitching." Maybe we don't put her against the really good team. And Dinger's like, I'm way ahead of you on this one. <laughs> so she, the new girl is pitching. I get up. I have no idea of any of this is what has been going on behind the scenes. And I, I'm excited. Sure. His, his youngest is up at the bat. This is great. I got my camera up. First pitch, she gets beamed in the back. Oh, man. And you just hear me go, oh. And then like she beanballed the next handful of other girls. A little retaliation? <laughs> Well, no, I, just don't think, I don't think that she. No, no, it's 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 a developmental league. That's what we say. Yeah, development those war skills, man. Hit them back. No, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that we it, you have to have that control to be able to do it on purpose. So, yeah, exactly. Right, and you know, right. and these two are friends too. You know, yeah, like and, and but so Dinger Dog got his second COVID shot. I told him don't do oh. it on a day where you're gonna have something to do. Yeah. And it, how did, how did it make you feel? Um, great. Go get your shots, idiots. Amen. Oh, oh amen. Absolutely. Yes. I'm always mm-hmm. saying, but mm-hmm. it I makes was... you feel sexy and strong and it's like cocaine. Really? Ooh. That's, is that good? I'm going to get that another good. shot. I mean, I'm and, and, my it stays, one. and it stays for a long time. Oh, Mr. Tough guy over here. <laughs> He'd be in the hospital. And no, you'd be like, I gotta get home and mow the lawn. I gotta, I gotta tend to my beef jerky I, I, If farm. I did mow the lawn <laughs> after I left the hospital, I would put a bag on because uh, it looks like you're mowing hay out there, bud. It does. This, oh, this is it's like some too. South Clintonville but stuff anyway, you did there. Dinger did not feel good, and uh-huh. I, like I, I got nervous because I was like, shit, am I gonna have to like step up and like coach these kids? Oh, <laughs> right. Am you I gonna have to like step up? Of and all coach the people in my <laughs> life, you would be the one that I would like, call. I was like, I don't really know the game, but it's not gonna be that huge of a change. Between him and the other coach, Dinger's really familiar with baseball. I'm hmm. not sure if he's familiar with softball, but he's got the passion, you know. That's and nine he's tenths got of it. The, sure, a little bit of extra time, and and like I think that those are the two winning formula. Because you guys are on a hot streak now, aren't you? No, <laughs> no, we were, and then we we are no longer. Chuck, when I was you like, saw him coaching, was Dinger on first base side or the third base side? I've seen him on both. Mm, okay, that's just, possible, just, right? I, just the first game, you? I, the first game that I no, to, the I inning, saw the inning, I, the dugout. I was on. I was one time. I was home, and one time I was away. But okay. what side of the? Yeah, where do I coach from on the field? And I get so excited too. Like, <laughs> I'm just. Pass. I, I want to cheer yeah. on my good buddy, but my wife's there, and she's like, "Listen, yeah. you can't just be you all the time. Like right now, he's in the middle of something. Sure. He doesn't need you. And I, I, I didn't. I, I had Wes. I had my son on my chest, like mm-hmm. he's ten months old, and I'm walking up. I'm like behind Dinger Dog, and he turns around. And is like I'm not like trying to be next to you. I just I'm trying to get him <laughs> into the shade right now. But like even my my kid Wes, like he's gonna grow up wanting to follow in Dinger Dog's footsteps. 
steps of just being this manly coach. But uh, how do you get ready for those games? Do you just like wake up and like shout into a pillow? Like, what is what's your morning routine? That's a good question. <laughs> it's an important question. What do you mean? When they're afternoon games, so I'm up for seven hours before them. But uh, what, what's the question? Isn't that crazy? They're not afternoon. His game starts at like his first game is always like one. So that means right. that he's he got up at like. Five that day. sure. I don't know how you funk. Oh, I know how you function. Yeah, yeah. Try you realize you're talking like <laughs> twice as fast as you normally do. The, am I? Yeah, it's, it's normal, man. It's, it's normal. Just go with it. Starting go with to it. work. Yeah, it's cool. Is it is it a bad thing? No, I, no. I'm no, having just, palpitations here. Just, like, I'm, just I'm nervous. Just wait tonight. I, I have two predictions. <laughs> you might not either be able to sleep. Either you won't be able to sleep, or if you do sleep, mm. uh, night terrors. <laughs> Because that caffeine's got to go somewhere, and your brain is going to be working. Uh, we, we were in college, and we we dared Dinger to drink like four Sparks or something like that. Yeah. Do you remember Sparks? I, well, I no, they I don't were actually. the they were they're they're not legal. At least now they're not. They were the precursor to Four Loco. Four is it Loco like a jolt. Was, it well, it's is got alcohol. In it's there, got too. alcohol okay. in them. They Roger tasted back. like certs. They tasted mm-hmm. like. Certs and like a battery, and they they, <laughs> they just they give you a little bit buzzed right. and a little bit wired. Yeah. So we drank like heat dinger. We just were like we'll buy them for you. We'll buy your drinks all night. Sure. Just drink four of these dingers. Like he was like a yes man, you know. Like yeah. sure. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. It makes it sound like I was like going along for the ride. No, this the way this story really went down. No, is, we put a gun. No, in hey, your head. no, 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 no. Well, not not a gun. Not a uh, physical gun. Yeah, just a just a social a pressure. Psycholo- gun. A psychological gun. Yeah, a psychological gun of social pressure. Hey, you should come to Dick's Den with us tonight. Dinger dog. I can't. I'm out of money because I don't have a job. Oh, uh, I remember this. <laughs> and then hey. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. You live with us. You don't pay anything. <laughs> and I've seen what you eat for meals. <laughs> which is which is mostly scavenged from your guys' yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have Manager any money. Special. I don't have any money. I can't go. And they're like, well, we're going to go get... You guys left. You're like, we're going to go get some drinks to drink before the bar. Because apparently that's what we did in college is drink yeah. before you drink. And they came back with these four sparks. And then they're, they're like, drink them. And they're like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, then you, if you drink these, <laughs> we'll buy your drinks at the bar. That's uh, fair. Yeah. That's, why is it on us to drink, buy his well, drinks I don't know. at the like bar those... and pay his utilities and pay his rent? Why Why was that on us? I don't, well, Hold on a minute. Like This is like... Oh, let's you were th- living rent free. You were living. Do it, monkey. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it. Do it. Pledge. <laughs> too soon. Too close to. The- oh. Oh. <laughs> so he drank. He drank four. We go to the bar, and it was Dick's den, and he mm. is just skit scat Sure. That, I, mean, I mean, I think what's what we called him skit scat skidooliac. I was scatting. Just, yeah, I was scatting with like jazz. Yeah. Just, just jacked. Uh huh. And we go, I remember we woke up in the morning. <laughs> I don't remember how or when I fell asleep because of the alcohol, but I do remember nightmares. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Folks, this the is, Starbucks has kicked in. Yeah, no, yeah. This is He's actual, the, this is actual, stage one. <laughs> this is actual genuine laughter. This isn't Starbucks. This isn't faking it. Like, I just remember. Chunk is taking off his glasses because he's crying. <laughs> yeah. The alcohol puts you to sleep. The caffeine and taurine and borine gives you the nightmares. So, um, I don't think I've ever seen him laugh this hard. <laughs> it just goes to. Sh- 
<laughs> you got to get the joke out, or it's not funny to other people. That, that is the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh God, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'll compose myself. Um, that's that's what happens, you know. Memories and caffeine. And that's the end of the story, right? And then you live rent free the rest of the summer. Oh, I gotta take a, a breather. Hold, hold on a minute. How many times it's do you think you watched a Bug's Life for in that house? Well, it's all you had on VHS and a Bong's Life. <laughs> no, Bug's Life. I, how many how many times do you think I put a shirt on in that house? Like we we were bums, man. Bums. Oh, I remember we went somewhere. I remember I used to play this move where I'd be like, just get in the car with me. I'll go buy you lunch. And he's like, right. all right, I'm for it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We just drive down High Street looking for like whatever we could find. Rallies know? again. No, we would. Cracks. I think we went to like, we'd no. said, it's nice, nice sit down meal. Oh, okay. Uh, no, can, well, last, last place about that. I had a second floor balcony. We uh-huh. were on the second floor. And I forget where we went. But we had barbecued, and we, we, were, we were not very responsible when we left that back door open. There was no stairs to get to the sure. second floor balcony, so we left it open. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where my dog was at the time. We must, he must have been lost. The dog that got kidnapped? Yes. Okay. He, might, he may have been kidnapped right. at this moment because he wasn't there. But we came home from you know out drinking or whatever, sure. and there was a raccoon... <laughs> On the sink, eating a chicken wing, like right. eating, like cleaning for eating off our dishes. That's fantastic. Uh, What's well, crazy too? It's like I think they were. We had brought ladies back too, and oh, they're like, ah, oh. not, not only we're leaving. Yeah, I mean, not only was it like bums, but like just a number of like punk houses. Like I remember my girlfriend coming upstairs when I was in college, and she's like. I just want to. I'm I'm heading out. I gotta get home. I just want to let you know there's a hose turned on downstairs and it's inside. It's <laughs> just like, uh, can you turn it off? Just for like me? you know, the house and is that's on not fire. Even like, I need to get up and fix this. That's right. that's that's the other people's problem. Like, yeah, I'm not the one that. that Mine that's, when you get on your that's when you chirp somebody on your next toe. <laughs> um. So we're gonna go to. Um, Seattle? We're going to go to Seattle next week. And it's going to be all our first week me? away from... We're all going. We're all going. Oh. We're going... I'm going on vacation with my wife. And oh. it's going to be our first... It's going to be our first time away from Wesley in a year. Um, Dinger Dog, you going to pop in and just do a little bit of uh, reconnaissance while we're gone? Oh, yeah. Take yeah. You know, all the usual. Take a few shits. Move stuff. I move... Show with the ghost. Take a few shits. Move stuff. Move... Uh, de- definitely. Move move things around. Move furniture just a little bit. Open drawers. Close them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, try on try on Chunk's clothes. Try came, on Wes's came, clothes. <laughs> he came home, and I shit you not, I was like, don't ever touch those goddamn board games again. Right. <laughs> they. It's not just you put them back. You put them back exactly how they went, they are exactly how they are. But you, you, oh, this, this is one of these thre- threats that doesn't work because it's fun for me when you get upset about. Oh, it. I know. I know. Let's, I exacerbate yeah. it. We still get reminders to for our reminders. Like literally, Alexa will be like, "It's May fourth, you know." Like, here's a reminder for your reminder, and then Jeff <laughs> is laughing or Dinger Dog is laughing his butt off. Right. Right. And he always blames it on his kids, where it's him. Well, you. Like key to your house and your Alexa's right there, and you just say, "Alexa, yeah. remind remind me that to send Alexa dog. make ghost noises at three a.m. <coughs> on June second. We haven't heard yeah. anything from the ghosts in a while. He's more of a fall guy. <laughs> he is. He, I, more I think of a that's, fall spirit. I think the fall is whenever you do. <laughs> 
Nobody knows what that means. Oh, boy. Yikes. The well, fall is when you become a ghost. When was the evidently. last time? When was the last time you guys did like your really good Samaritan act for the week or the year or the month? Like, Chunk, you, I work with people with special needs who are blind. Okay, well, uh, it's thanks, always, it's always, thanks for letting us yeah. know. Put it on your blog. God, God last episode, did, you guys didn't even respond, but like we were doing a commercial, and Aaron goes, "You know what? I think everybody should go buy it." And I was in <laughs> tears, and like no response from Aaron because I was like, "I just." Don't. <laughs> Because I, I was drunk and I don't remember. I, I didn't Do you remember listen. What you're, you're, is it just, you know, showing your town pride and stepping up and being a coach? Is that like your, what's your going to get you into heaven that you did? Well, Dinger Dog, you, you know, questionable about <laughs> your, your beliefs like in heaven. Heathen heaven. <laughs> yes, yes. Whatever I mean, that is. Whatever hippie heaven is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guy. South hey, man, come on in. <laughs> hippie heaven, exactly. And you're like, where's the bookstore? Oh, man, we can't afford it. We hippie lost heaven it. sounds like hell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Where, where's your no local? one mows their lawn? No one mows their lawn. All the food's <laughs> vegan. Decaf coffee. No, hold on a minute. That's not that's not the hippie way. Uh, where were we at? Oh, well, I know. Good... I know Dinger's last good deed, and he was punished immediately when you dropped off food at the Clintonville Resource. Oh god, yeah. I, I dropped some dropped some extra food off at the, uh, the basically the local food bank and pulled right out in front of somebody and t-boned him, <laughs> or they t-boned me. That was. That was good. Uh, yeah, that sob. Did you get your car fixed? We went into this and yeah, we did. Yeah, we did this. We did this. Last yeah. Time. Uh, my yeah. What was yours? My most recent thing was is we were out walking. Wait, hold on a minute. What? This wasn't all just a big setup to tell your story. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that good of a story. <laughs> See, Aaron, you, you don't even, even have to answer the question. You, it's not even that off good of a story. It's literally week. we were walking by a bank and there was a checkbook. On the ground, right next to like the you know the drive up tellers, we're walking with our dog Luna, and my wife points at it. And she goes, "That looks like somebody's checkbook. Mm-hmm. You should go return it." And my immediate thought was, "I wouldn't have done that if take that, one if check my from wife back." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just fix fix some uh, some loans that we got going on, yeah. then return the checkbook. Right, That's right. the ding. I, I, in, way. My, in my mind, you actually like movie flashes from that nineties movie, like the blank check. Was that with Macaulay Culkin? You guys remember that movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I'm a, a Disney old movie. For that. I don't know. Yeah, I get, Aaron was 48. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, huh? Uh, no, that, that's what you're, you're just seeing. And but at, you're, the fantasy series are the exact same: an eight-year-old boy with a blank check <laughs> and Chunk right. with a blank check. They all end up with stuffed animals and yeah. video games. Well, I, I was, I, I, I returned it. I said I went in there and I had my shirt up because I didn't have a mask on. And I was like, "Listen, oh, I'm super." No, sp- oh. <laughs> I'm walking into a bank with your shirt up. Did you have your hands in your pockets too? I just, I just felt, I hey. felt, I, and I, I said immediately, I was like, I'm so sorry for not having a mask. This was outside. I just want to return it. I got like two big, like, out of boys, like, thank you so much, sir. Someone called me sir. Oh, wow. And I walked yeah. outside and I was like, I wouldn't have done that if my wife wouldn't have told me to do it. Now, what would have you done? Uh, I'd have walked right by. <laughs> Somebody just let else's the universe problem. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just let, it's probably it's, some little old ladies thing. It's you checkbook. You did the right but thing. I remember, man. But at this, going back to the what would what Dinger Dog do? What would you have done, Dinger Dog? Would you have done the right thing or would you have bought. 10 corn dogs first mm. or maybe 300 corn dogs taquitos we'd have had a we'd have had a small corn dog uh scheme it would have failed mm-hmm. and then we would have returned the check right no i don't know i don't know i i, I in all reality I, I end up doing the right thing it just i have those thoughts beforehand i one time in my in an old career i found someone's birth certificate and social Ooh. security card that just so happened to be my age <laughs> 
Oh, like, nice. I'm, I'm like, huh? A new life here I come. <laughs> well, no, just just backup life. Right. Here I come. <laughs> like you can uh, save this for a rainy day. You you don't know. Maybe maybe it turns left for the old dinger dog, and right. I gotta start anew, and then I get to be Kevin. Jameson. McGlynn. This is why Dinger Dog's the Dinger Dog guy. Because right. I put That's a smart. bullet point on there. No, because that <laughs> that whole bit was death. And <laughs> you certainly weren't helping. And then and then Dinger Dog swoops in and saves the day with You found a birth certificate? How's that possible? It was it was it was in it was in some other documents that wasn't supposed to be there. It was definitely and this also, so two forms, like the the most crucial forms of ID. Yeah. And I <laughs> And you let it go. Did you return it? I returned. It returned to owner. But you thought about some shit. Oh, no. A whole way. I was like, this is stupid. Like, literally, like, they could probably get their life back through some, like, and they lost, and they, they, one, they're dumb enough to lose all this stuff. So this is the justification you go through, right? right? right. They're dumb enough to lose all this stuff. They could probably get it all back with proper, like, paperwork No, a birth certificate, I don't think you can get back. Like, you have to be able to, because people, what happens when your house burns down and stuff? Like, I I don't know. Like, I know in Fremont, Ohio, I sure struggled to get a cop, because my parents, they had it in a lockbox. They absolutely couldn't find it when I got married, and we had to tell those Catholic people, hey, listen. I I, I was born. Do you you want your money, or do you not want your money? Right, right. And then they were like, well, do, you know... Four backflips and seven Hail Marys and write an extra $100 and we'll let it all slide. You know, the Catholic way. Chuck is gay. Man. Yeah. What's the, what's the Catholic equivalent of antisemitism? Uh, Chunk's got it. <laughs> oh, I learned it I all think, from Dinger Dog. <laughs> I learned it all from him. He's all he's all bunnies and, and rabbits on the show. And then in real life, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh boy, you should hear this Bunnies guy. and rabbits. <laughs> It's all bunnies. Oh, and hold on, but so hold on. Let's go back to that. I, I assume you can get those things back, right? Though they told uh, Fremont told me to pound sand. They they would not make us another one or something like that. Now I still have my original Wait, I mean, social security card. Now here's here's the here's we got to be you got to dig in when Chunk tells this story because mm-hmm. there's always lying. there's probably always some detail that he's leaving out like. They told me to pound sand unless I wanted to drive there and prove who I was. I had to make a username and password. And I told them. <laughs> I, told them I told them. F you. No, no. Unless you, I have my driver's license, they won't give me a birth certificate. I said, "This is America." Dinger asked me for a favor via text message, and I said, "Listen, buddy, I'd help you move a body, but yeah. a username and password is where I draw the line." <laughs> so you want me to? You want me to give up my info to one more stupid company? That's going to sell my email address. Mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right, let's go move a body. Let's get back to the story. I assume you can get those things back. And so no harm for Kevin McLinn or whatever the guy's name was. Kevin. Kevin. It was definitely Kevin. Right. um, Kevin McAllister. Well, you could totally, like, and then he would get his thing, and I would just have a backup. Backup for when things go south. Life. Yeah. The problem is, with that, I realized, ultimately, beyond doing the right thing, is like if you have a backup life, how tempted would you be to like? How soon? Like if you, you have a parachute, never see me again. If you have a parachute, you're more likely to jump out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just open up this whole moral can of worms. No, yeah. So you don't even want to ask yourself no, what you're capable. So of. that's where we went. <laughs> right. That's we went all the way down that road and thought, let's not see what happens with with Dinger Dog and his second backup life. Uh, and all right, good idea. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Uh, you guys want to take a quick break? Sure. sure. All right. We will be right back. Moral implications. 
Guys, do you know anybody, and I'm sorry to just like bring this out of the mm-hmm. blue, do you know anybody that had to have like an organ transplant? Or do you know do, anybody actually. that knew anybody that had to have an organ transplant? Uh, yeah. Was it difficult? Yeah, a coworker had a kidney transplant. Not very fun. Not very fun. Probably on a long waiting list. Mm-hmm. The good people at Moral Implication were sick of that. We're going to start selling organs on the black market. Oh, smart. Oh, I, smart. <laughs> was this one? This is one of those private Moral Implications in chunk meetings. I could tell they didn't. I they wasn't did not supposed bring... to say black market. <laughs> I was supposed to say that these are harvested completely legally. Yes, and uh, fine, and from people that don't want them anymore. Right. Our first batch mm-hmm. is going to come from our very own co-host, Aaron. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nobody wants my organs. You're not going to get too we much money. We can't do the hair. <laughs> nope. Can't nope. do the liver. No. Penile, that's right out. Done. But we're going to have to take your voice box. Are you okay with this? Now, you're going to make a sweet 500K. Somebody tempting. else is going to have that nice audio chocolate that you've got going on. Well, you know, And they won't be able to stop talking about the teenage fan club. Because for <laughs> some reason... It also includes what your hopes and your dreams and and your and the things that you like along with the voice box. But Dinger Dog, what do you think? Is this going to mm. make us rich beyond our wildest dreams? Oh shit! I wasn't supposed to say anything about harvesting errands. Anything? Uh, We're not uh, going to take it from you. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else. We no, are- but hey, don't you want? Let me freshen up that drink for you, <laughs> real quick. Bidding starts at twelve hundred K. Ooh. Go check out the organs that we've got right now on the website. 1200K. 1200K. <laughs> 1.2 million dollars. I got some good lungs. <laughs> it's hard to find this shit. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> you only get one life. Yeah, exactly. And it's and Aaron's is going to be all the cats, all the all the nine lives are going to be gone. Uh, look at the website. <laughs> Call 1-800 Moral Implications. Start uh, shopping right now. Hello and welcome back Boy. to the second and final segment of the afternoon. Do you think yeah. they came back? Do you think they came back after, or are they uh, calling the, uh, what, what what bureau of the federal government do you think handles? FDA. FDA? Not yeah. the firearms and explosives and alcohol and tobacco? <laughs> I, I'd I like an organs. To, I'm never drinking another one of these nitro <laughs> cold brews again. I literally just like had a phantom spill where like I thought that the drink spilled. And I'm literally a fourth of it now. Like, no, it, I, I can't drink any yeah. more of this. This is like absolute jet fuel to my system right now. But I'll, I'm sharp as I'm oh, yeah. sharp as a nail. I've negotiated a nuclear treaty right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the new live action Mortal Kombat Sweet. movie that just came Wait, out. Wait, do we need to say what Yap Quickies are? Are these Quickies or is this just a different segment? Yap now? Reviews. Oh, it's Yap awesome. Reviews. So Boy, this, is typically, time in this that is typically the part of the show where people tune out. <laughs> but, I mean, actually, they actually they they stick around for Aaron's reviews, but not after. We're not going to have the long don't. review at the end. We're just going to do the Yap reviews, and we're going to. It's going to be a tight hour. Don't we're, we're leave, families. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't leave. Don't leave. Anyway, I want to talk about Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I have been a fan of this series since I was a kid. The last thirty years, um, <laughs> I I've talked about my love for Mortal Kombat in depth. I'm not going to get into it now. I see uh, a poster right across from me right now. Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, of the arcade machines. Mm-hmm. Um, I can still remember when I went and saw the, the the movie adaptation in 1995, 
And I take it, Dinger, you probably saw it. You were a kid. You watched kid movies. It was, uh, it was I, Mike. In 95, or whatever, W.S. Anderson, whatever that guy is named, he's the one guy that went on to make all the Resident Evil movies. Mm. W. I, Wes Anderson? Paul W.S. Anderson? <laughs> There's P.T. Anderson. There's Wes Anderson. P.T. Anderson is a circus guy. Or Pete. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I left the movie disappointed. Mm -hmm. I felt like they fundamentally didn't understand what Mortal Kombat was. And I was 13 years old. The movie did great. The movie Mm -hmm. actually got regarded as like a good adaptation of what Mortal Kombat was. It was a PG-13 kids movie. Mm -hmm. And to me, Mortal Kombat is a a martial arts, Japanese lore, over-the-top, violent, fun. And this was kind of like... No, you know, the, the, story driven. No, it just no nudity. It, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't what I felt like Mortal Kombat was. Speaking as a true like connoisseur, well, but I think a thirteen-year-old would have their finger on the pulse of what. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yes. I remember. I remember there was a, there's a scene in the original movie where they show Scorpion for the first time and he pulls out his iconic spear, and in the '95 version, it's like a living snake or living dragon head inside of his hand and i was 13 years old going no damn it you know like that's that's right, that's right. not what scorpion spear wasn't was. the canon for there is like a couple of fatalities in that one i think sub-zero freezes a guy and he breaks but really it doesn't matter i left the movie disappointed the, the had 95 lot, version the 95 version right, right. there were i remember I, I was so disappointed that i don't think i ever saw annihilation I, i've seen bits and pieces of it but it's wildly regarded as garbage it was the mm-hmm. sequel came out two later two years later but i remember and then i would have been 15 at that time and i just didn't even see it because i was like if it's an of another movie of what they just did i'm not in the market for it i don't i don't want to see it so They've had cartoons. They've had mm-hmm. some uh, some YouTube shows that have come out. They've uh, and you know the games kind of had a resurgence uh, since Mortal Kombat Nine that came out. Actually, they just celebrated ten years since the release of Mortal Kombat Nine. But Mortal Kombat <laughs> is back uh-huh. in the zeitgeist. Is that the word that sure. I'm looking for? It's back in pop culture. Mm-hmm. They announced the movie. They announced that it was going to be pushing the limits of R. And I've been really excited for it. Um, and it was free on HBO Max. It actually right. went to the theater. Pushing the limits of rated of R. R. Okay. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Well, yeah. The rating R. So um, there's a lot I liked about it. There's a lot I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. But I left the movie. <laughs> I didn't want to say that word. Satisfied. Uh, I, I, <laughs> di- I didn't leave the movie beaming. But I didn't leave disappointed either. Mm-hmm. Which, so that is almost a glowing review for me because sure. I was just so worried of walking out of seeing like you know Doom with you know do you remember the movie with the Rock like just another terrible video game adaptation. They introduced the movie by introducing a brand new character, and I don't know why they did this. His name is Cole Young. He has a family. He's a he's like a martial arts fighter or a, what an MMA fighter. Okay. And he's got this this tattoo, and the, the tattoo means that like he's destined to fight in Mortal Kombat. He gets introduced to all of the Mortal Kombat characters, mostly from the first one, but they do introduce a few from the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that at all. I, I feel like the series is 30 years old. The characters can stand on their own. They didn't need to introduce a new character to introduce me to these new characters. The director said the reason that he didn't want to do it with like Johnny Cage as the main action star was he didn't want a, a white guy in a martial art being the star of a martial arts movie. But you know the original Mortal Kombat is based on Bloodsport. 
They, right. The original Mortal Kombat, Johnny Cage was supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make like a, a Bloodsport game. But every scene with this Cole Young and his family just feel totally out of place. And I don't... They, they could have made the main star... Johnny Cage, they could have made the main star Liu Kang. I just, I didn't understand the inclusion of adding a new Sub Zero is Mortal Kombat to me as a novice. I don't know much about Mortal Kombat, yeah. but to me, that's who Mortal Kombat is, a Sub Zero. And, and they nailed Scorpion in a Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. They absolutely nailed those two characters. Their look, uh, I mean, the opening scene is 300 years ago in the past when Sub Zero kills. Um, Sub Zero or Scorpion's family and oh. and Scorpion and Scorpion goes to hell, uh, basically trades his soul over for another chance to get revenge and like their combat their their armor and their overall look was mm. just perfect and nice. that was something that was something that they had to nail mm-hmm. and that they didn't nail in the 1995 version. I mean, right. for differences between like the spear that he uses in this new movie is the shovel that his wife was using. To like tend their garden that when he gets attacked, he attaches a chain to it and he starts violently killing a bunch of people in the opening minutes. Okay. So um, they throw a bunch of characters at us. Kano is the comedy relief guy. Mm-hmm. He he is not very funny. And I think the problem with this movie is, is just the dialogue is terrible. And on top of the, ti- the terrible dialogue is... Movies really grate me when there's a lot of swearing if the swearing isn't done right. You know, mm-hmm. if, if a Quentin Tarantino has 100 million F-bombs or South Park has 100 million F-bombs. Scorsese. Scorsese. The, right. Usually the, this has to come naturally. Yes. Like, yeah. it, like, it's like you can't swear like a 13-year-old that just learned the word. Yes. Right. Like, right. In, is that what it was? Did I get it right? I didn't watch the movie. It's just, it, it It's grated, like injected for no reason. Gratuitous. It grated on me because the, there were F-words that were happening that were happening for no reason. Right. There's some funny stuff that that's in there. There are nods to the video. There are constant Easter eggs and nods to the... I felt like I was being personally attacked in one of the first <laughs> fight scenes where I think it's Liu Kang or Kung Lao is constantly sweeping Kano. Like, like sweeping. Leg, leg sweeping. Yeah, right. And he's falling for it every there. time because Kano is a new character. And I was like, shit, that's how I killed everybody back in sure. the arcades when I was a kid. Uh, they do some. By. They do some good stuff to some characters. I love the character Cabal. Looks completely awesome. Reptile. They did him dirty. He looks like a dumb lizard, and he dies real quick. Goro. Oh, spoilers. Looks, oh man. It doesn't matter. Goro looks. <laughs> Goro looks just as bad in this one as he did in the 1995 version. I think he actually looks worse because at least in the 90s version he was like stop motion animation. Where in this one it's just bad CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, there's fatalities in the movie. They're awesome. That was my favorite part. I think the biggest Everybody's problem. Part. I think the biggest problem with the fatalities was I had seen the majority of them in the clips for the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but still there were some super fun ones. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see that stage fatality. I wanted to see somebody get knocked off a pit and they were really close to it. There was yeah. a pit two scene and it didn't happen, but still, uh, that was the, that was what I wanted to see and they did them well. Um, nice. Go ahead, go ahead. I just don't know. Whenever I've sorry, I was you're away good, from the mic. Good. I just don't know how you like. Whenever I've I've never seen any of the movies because I just don't know how you make us. I didn't even know there was story to Mortal there Kombat. absolutely is. And they're, then like they're fighting, you, they're fighting in a tournament to um, like win the tournament. No, it'd, it'd be no, like having no. a, a story behind the March Madness bracket. You know, yeah. like. There's there's actually a really cool story behind it, um, and I'm excited because this is set up as a trilogy. This is mm-hmm. this is before the actual tournament, so I think this movie is getting ready for the tournament. The next movie will be the tournament. The third movie will be after the tournament. Liu Kang really wants to make the most of his quarters. 
Yep. Nope. I don't know what that means. Like his, like he put his quarter in the... Uh, okay. okay. Good. Good Sorry. stuff. Good. I left the movie... <laughs> I Like I said, I left the movie not beaming, but I, I but not disappointed. Sure. I'm super excited for the, uh, for the rest of the movies. Nice. Let's transition to the second movie that we both watched, but Aaron's going to cover... <laughs> For some reason, no, no, I, I, <laughs> I just I, added, I, just I only have a couple. That. I only have like one note for this movie, so go ahead, Aaron. All right, nobody with Bob Odenkirk, Chunk. I know Bob Odenkirk is a favorite of yours. When did you first become acquainted with him? Actually, back in 1995. I had HBO when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and honestly, Bob oh. Odenkirk, I think, really. Um, he crafted uh, my young comedy mind. Like, sure. He <laughs> is the epitome of just silliness mm-hmm. mixed with crudeness. Right. right. And, you know, you know, he started off as an SNL writer. It, it, he is just, he has always been my sense of humor. Sure. Sure. Which is extremely silly. And then I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that, yeah. but. It's right. been it's been a long time coming, twenty six years. Well, he is television royalty. I think you're probably referring to Mr. Show, where you saw him first. Yes. So I might I was with right you right there with you. <laughs> it was Mr. a simple Show. question, Junk. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the damn cold brew. Yeah. Uh, I, I first became uh, acquainted with him on the Larry Sanders Show, where he played agent uh, to the stars Stevie Grant. He was great in that. Uh, he's also great in Fargo as Chief Oswalt. He's been on a million things: Arrested Development, Bob's Burgers. Uh, what, what character was he films? in Arrested Development? These are the kind of uh, he was. These are small like guest. Oh spots. yeah, but guest spot. Yeah. And then, of course, we all know him as Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad and the superior show to Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Hot so, take. Hot take coming in hot. So nobody is the story of um, his character. It's written. It's a movie written by somebody named Derek Colstand, and it's it's a neo noir action film. Uh, he plays a guy named Hutch Mansell. He's a retired CIA assassin. And uh, just kind of a super, super duper badass. It's John Wick. With, well, with, John Wick, it's the writer from John Wick. The movie is essentially John Wick with Bob Odenkirk instead of... Well, that's... Yeah, Derek Colstand is, is the writer for the John Wick do you not? Do, have you never seen any of the John Wick movies? I have movies? not seen the John Wick. Oh, well, then you're yeah. not going to get the parallels at all. It's the exact same oh. movie. <laughs> okay. I'm Whoa. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just telling him. I thought he knew that. Like, it's <laughs> it's instead of... Uh, the puppy, there's a kitty bracelet. Yes. And right. instead of, what's the actor that I'm thinking of? Keanu. Keanu Reeves, it's Bob Odenkirk. Right, right. So we've already had three... We've already had three John Wicks with, I think, two more planned. Mm-hmm. They wanted a fresh take on an already fun formula. Right. Sure. Well, that makes sense. Um, because it is fun. Nobody. It's a kind of a revenge tale. He breaks this this Manziel character he plays. Lives in the suburbs. He's bored with his life. Uh, he and his wife don't have sex. His son disrespects him. There's that, a br- go ahead. Well, what's... Okay. Sorry, it says, I, I, was it, what, it says what's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't live in the suburbs. You fools do. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. So uh, long story short, this is the plot. Some people break into his house and he has the opportunity to, to break up the robbery. He doesn't because he's trying to reform his life. He goes back to the people who broke into his house. He goes into their apartment to get his little girl's kitty cat bracelet, which he assumed they stole. He finds out the parents uh, have a sick kid and he doesn't have anybody to take his anger out on. He lets the parents slide. He gets on a bus to go home, and Russian mobsters get in a wreck and overtake the bus, and that's where the fun starts. Yep, and and the fight scenes are just like John Wick, ultra violent but super fun, super choreographed, wonderful. Bob, it's like watching a dance. Wait, almost. wait. So Bob Odenkirk 
fight like yes. Oh, he's so a he badass. trained. He trained for like a year for this role. Right. What? Yeah. He's very he's believable. A, he's very believable. Really? And, and that's my biggest problem. Yeah. Was is I feel like the movie would have been more successful for me mm-hmm. if it would have been less John Wick and more Bob Odenkirk. Like if okay. he had a beer belly the, and the, stuff. The, 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 he, there's some comedy moments. But really, one-liners are the great comedy moments. There, there's there's comedy moments, but I really just wanted more like Bob Odenkirk isms. I, sure. I, I don't. I feel like I, I feel like you got that with the one-liners though a little bit. I, like I said, I, I don't remember the movie too much because it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I just remember I texted you the next day. And I was like, right, it's right. not a Bob Odenkirk production sure, unless he calls correct. somebody a, a chatty Kathy. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And that would have been sweet. That would have been that would have been really good. Um. I like the over-the-top, the silliness. It's satire. It's a satire of an action movie. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just really super well done. Uh, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but Christopher Lloyd. Geez. Oh, Christopher yeah. Lloyd is his dad, and yeah. Riza is his half-brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a really awesome from, scene from in the, the movie Wu-Tang with all three clan, of them. Dinger Dog, Riza, and the Jizza. Yeah. Who? Riza, RZA. I thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's his brother. Uh, it's Spoiler. Just, it's it's really, really good. Um Great stylized, great one-liners. If if you like silly, over-the-top action movies that don't take itself serious at all, if you like smart satire, this is the action Ooh. film. Uh, just it's popcorn, baby. It's wonderful. What, what I, platform I, did you see I, it on? What uh, platform? I rented oh, it actually. It's twenty bucks. It was yeah. fr- it was, you know what? I will say something. That is the first time I've spent that kind of money at to home. see a new movie, and it's because of Bob Odenkirk. And right. I tell you, that first fight scene. Yeah, I might have kind of gotten a little emotional because. I was just so happy to finally see Bob Odenkirk getting these kind of roles. Absolutely, like, he's he's been on TV. He's and now like he's finally getting right. This is it's. I mean, it's a serious. He's an actor now. Yeah, he is an actor. If if, if you're a fan of Better Call Saul, there's the comedic part. You talked about him growing, watching him when you were growing up. He is a little bit goofy in that, but he's transitioned to just a straight up actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like I said, if you. I'm excited for this the inevitable it, sequel. I yeah. just hope it gets a little bit more Bob Odenkirk for that sequel because sure. I've already got three to five John Wicks that are, right. I mean, kind of interchangeable because there's no comedy in John Wick. I don't remember okay. him saying any one-liner. So mm-hmm. if, for the Bob Odenkirk one-liners, that is refreshing. So. If you're a Bob Odenkirk fan, if you like silly action movies, if you like just pop perfection, put your mind on hold for 90 minutes, watch some great choreographed fight scenes, some good one-liners. Nobody is the movie for you. When will it be free? You can st- hey, you can go down to a movie theater by your house and watch it. It's in the theater still. Oh, nice. Up. nice. What you got for us? Um, so, you know, oddly enough, I, I'm going to come with, and I've actually been wanting to do this for a little bit, and it, not just as a bit, um, but the, the running joke on the show, if you're just now listening, is that I only do one thing with my copious amounts of free time is play Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, Fortnite. Yes, play Fortnite. Um, the subscription fee. Uh, <laughs> OnlyFans. What? what? <laughs> OnlyFans of Fortnite will get your review. He's yeah. got to make ends meet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you lost me. Um, so now, and you've thrown me off. So, just recently, I believe it's they they completely rebuilt the game again. So, mm-hmm. essentially, Fortnite free game. They, they still have a player base somehow, and it's because they keep reinventing the game. This time, what they've done is they changed the entire world to basically... And, and it's a little bit like the show Lost, where they, they just make something up and you just have to deal with it. Some weird time portal came. Maybe it had something to do with Marvel. Marvel, I never followed the Marvel story, so I think it yeah. did. And it sucked everybody back into, like, 
pre-history. Deadpool? Do they do like a Deadpool skin or something? I think my students I heard. Yeah, there's. Oh, they have a skins for everybody. Oh, That's. Okay. I mean, my, essentially how they make money. The game makes money is. Yeah. They just they they license these characters and then you pay ten dollars so you can dress like Deadpool when you play Fortnite. Sure. Uh, anyway, did you get your ten bucks back? I no, I I, <laughs> I refuse to pay anything because I'm that cheap. I've not put one dollar into Fortnite, mm-hmm. but the average like player pay, spends fourteen dollars a month. It's wow. So the amount of money that this game made is just got to be astronomical. Anyway, so basically, they, they they go back in time to the or somewhere in time to to a primal land, and the I and then it's before weapons. Or before, so you basically they take away all the really good weapons. You have to mm-hmm. use bows and arrows, and you have to craft stuff. So they're adding crafting to the game. Um, it's a little bit. At first, I didn't like the crafting, but then you, you just have to find parts and and animal bones and stuff. Oh, they added animals that you can shoot and eat for food. The that's but, cool. The only thing that really held my attention with this kind of new update, uh, because they're backtracking from it really quickly, is they added random. Packs of Velociraptors. <laughs> that's, well, awesome. that's fun, and 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 they did it well. Like the, if you run into a pack of Velociraptors, you can hear them. Like they, they make sounds, so they are warn they you. Accurate? Are they are they feather? They're feathered. <laughs> Thank God. Sure. They're they're make feathered. Accurate, please. No, I mean as accurate as we know, and they're like brutal. Mm. Like you you don't want to come across them. Because that's really smart, man. All of my students love Velociraptors. Like my elementary students. Oh, I love that's, Velociraptors. Sure, right, yeah. right. I like. That's the only thing that, that really saves the season for me. Otherwise, it's just another way to, that they sell different characters. They are doing, and Chunk, I thought of you on this, they, their their theme is like the heroes of video games. So like you can get, the only one that I recognized right off the bat was you can get Laura Croft. You can earn her character and you can earn her, it in two ways. You can earn, earn new, like sensibly uh, chesty <laughs> Laura Croft and you can get, 90s version triangle boobs, Laura Croft, you know. So and 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 of course, the you have to level up higher to get the 90s version or pay more money for that. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not a bad update. It's still holding my attention. This game somehow. There was a time right before this where I was like, uh, maybe I'll try a different video game, and then I didn't. Um, I want to close the episode <laughs> with a review for Returnal. Uh, it's the brand new PlayStation 5 game. This is a big deal because we have not had an exclusive for the PS5 since the console came out. Mm. So I'm looking for a, a new IP, something to show off my pretty new console. Uh, Returnal it just came out last Friday. The story is, is you are a female pilot who crash lands on an alien planet. And when you die, you are immediately resurrected back at your ship. You are essentially trapped on this alien planet. Uh, um, every time you go returnal, out exploring, you learn more about the world and your past. Um, it is a roguelike game. Um, I have never been that great of a fan of that kind of game. So roguelike, that's when you progress and you get a little bit farther each time you make a run into the video game world. Mm-hmm. But when you die, you get to keep all of the you know attributes and skills that you collected along the way. But this game is mixed with a little bit more psychological horror, and it's a $60, like, full-fledged experience. The, the roguelikes that I've played before was the very excellent Hades that came out, I don't know, three or four months ago that was 15 bucks because roguelike games are, it's a very niche idea. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't, sure. they're very, 
you know, there's a reason why story-driven video games are the most popular is because that's just that's people what like people stories. Are sure, to. Yeah. sure. So this tries to meld that together with also the roguelike um, ideas. Um, presentation. Uh, the, g- the game, like a lot of roguelikes, uh, uses generally procedurate or general procedurally generated levels mm-hmm. to keep each run feeling fresh because when you die, you're going to go back to that same world, but you don't want to keep on reliving the same experience again. So they're going to switch around where you're going to find items. They're going to switch around where you find uh, enemies. And mm-hmm. the graphics actually look pretty great for procedurally generated. Like it's a real showstopper. Right. Um with an incredible atmosphere. It immediately evoked the thoughts of the Metroid Prime series that came out 15 years ago. I'm a huge fan of that. You and that's me. the idea. Everybody loves Metroid. And and what Metroid Prime does is it makes you it's it's the feelings of isolation and discovery and just being on an uh, alien planet and discovering their technology. Uh, the game has great graphics with lots of use of particle effects. Um it's got an absolutely fantastic uh, score and sound effects. I've actually been playing the game with my headphones on, not only because it bothers a lot less people <laughs> in the house, right. but just because it's a very atmospheric game. I want to hear cues <laughs> from which directions enemies are coming at, and uh, and and just and the soundtrack is fantastic. You want to drink game. your nitro and get into it, man? Yeah, just yeah. just get just I got, I got get go, weird with it. I yeah. got to run around after this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the gameplay. It's a roguelike game, like I said. You start each run back at the beginning, take along your upgrades and loot. Uh, the movement and the shooting feel great. It's essentially a bullet hell game. So think of think of a 3D kind of Contra where bullets mm-hmm. are coming at you from every area, from every side, and you can hide behind walls to block them or you can jump up and, and uh, dash across them. It's really, really interesting shooting mechanic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's far different from like the pop and shot gameplay that we've seen a lot of, and it... For a game that's repetition like this, that's perfect because the shooting actually works really, really well. Um, the movement feels great. Shooting feels great. Mm-hmm. Um, the environment, you can use different types of weapons and you can experiment with different types of weapons. You start off with nothing and you, the, the first gun that you find, you peel it off of a dead woman and you realize it's yourself. So Ooh, we're starting to... Creepy. We're starting to see like this. a purgatory yeah, it's theme re- here, it's, right? It's really, really interesting in a, in a more... Like, Hades was kind of the same way. You felt trapped. You felt like you're trying to escape. But this feels more like this planet is getting into your head. It's getting into your psyche. It's showing you things about yourself. It's, it's really interesting. Mm. And I don't know if this game would have had the legs to keep me coming back if it didn't have this really, really neat uh, psychological story for you. Uh, the aliens look great and they're super challenging, especially if you let them gang mm-hmm. up on you. Um, the runs, you need to clear out entire areas. I, they're called biomes. I think that there's three to five in them complete with a boss at the end. And you need to clean it, clear out the entire areas before you can move on. You need to check every chest for guns and upgrades. Like I said, the game is super challenging. Mm-hmm. That can be a big turnoff to a lot of people, mainly me. Um, <laughs> but it, and it's just it's only going to get harder as you're going into the game. My biggest problem with the Ooh, game. What kind of game? What? Nothing. Go ahead. My biggest problem with Turn. the game is there's no save feature. Uh. And the idea is, is you're supposed to be completing runs. And never stopping. You can pause the game. You just can't save it. If when you pause the game, there isn't an even option to quit to the main menu. The, what the developers want you to do is if you have to stop a run, 
you're they want you to like stop the game and put the console into low power or or um, rest mode. Huh. This just sets all my OCD alarms off. I, nobody else <laughs> nobody else seems to be really pleased with this. Right. And as you get farther into the game, the runs can be like up to two hours. Oh wow. I don't think any roguelike game should have like for Hades, I think to get to that end boss, it was a little bit over an hour, and that mm. was about it. My final thoughts in this game. Great moment-to-moment gameplay with fun combat mixed with interesting story-driven moments. Um, there's psychological elements of the game. That's what I think is the most interesting. There's a moment where you walk past your old house and you are just... The world is putting it there to screw with you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't got to some of these other parts, but apparently you can go into your old house, discover parts of what happened in your past. And when you're in your house... It's in like a 3D first person. Or I'm sorry, 3D. It's in a first person mode as uh-huh. a, as, a, uh, as opposed to the actual gameplay, which is behind the back shooter. Um, but that's super interesting. I the, when I walked by her first house and she's commenting about it, and you can't go into it. I was like, this is really really cool. <laughs> the game simply needs to implement a save feature. Well, can, can I go it, ahead? Are, are, is is your PlayStation on low power or sleep mode right now? Then. Uh, I think I yeah it always is anyway. Oh okay. But okay. like they literally put out a patch yesterday and they mm. put out a release note that said hey like there's a bug if you're in the middle of a run and it updates it you're gonna lose your progress on that <laughs> run so they turn off the auto uh, update feature and I'm like that's already bad news like right, that sure. are, like you're already rubbing us the wrong way mm-hmm. let alone <laughs> to do that shit like I yeah. just. I'm cool with the roguelike feature. Right. I, I'm cool with all that, but always give me a save point. I got, I mean, I got, I got a wife and a kid that are going to need, you know, I don't have those dedicated two hours all the time. Sure. All three of us, all three of us. Mm-hmm. The, the game needs a, sa- a save implementation system. Right now, all they've got is a very clunky and unreliable solutions. Like I said, some uh, runs can last up to a few hours. So, when you die, if you've just been on an hour run, you don't have that kind of roguelike feeling that you need that's just one more run. Mm-hmm. Because with Hades, the runs were 10 minutes or 8 minutes, going up to 30 minutes. So you would die and you'd be like, I got to get back out there. With this, it's kind of like, well, you know, I just played for an hour and a half. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to play right. something else. But still, the game is super interesting. It makes me want to come back to it. Uh, I want to close it. This is a bold new IP for Sony. Um, in a world that's dominated by single-player driven, single-player story-driven experiences, this totally stands out in a AAA sense because mm-hmm. these are usually indie games. Uh, it stands out for better and for worse. I give the game an eight. That is Returnal. That is the hundred first episode. Go ahead, follow us on Twitter at, oh, oh. at at hold on at at afternoon underscore yap. Follow us on Instagram at afternoon yap. Leave us a review on iTunes. Danger Dog, what were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I just thought we would have a little banter at the end. A little banter. Try to wrap it up. This is that tight hour. We oh, tight hour. We got to make it an hour. All, all I have to say is that, Aaron, when you're when you're doing the fake listening thing, you sound just like Trunk when he's doing the fake listening thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's why we're wrapping this shit up. Because <laughs> I am not going to... Literally, I turned my brain off when he was talking. I'm sorry. When you were talking about Fortnite? No, no. I saw it. I saw... I mean, I saw, I mean maybe you I bring felt, all the talent to this show. But I felt I just, like I've Trunk. Heard, I've just heard... I know. I'm a jerk. I think my wife feels. I wanted to say one thing that I didn't get to say on the 100th episode. I... I just really want to thank our our friends that have been listening to the show since day one. They they are our producer Chris Alexander, my buddy Kyle, um, Mal Pal, um, Jeremy Shireman. There's a handful that are out there. Even your brothers listen. Like 
that's the shit that's the most important to me is I mean, yes, it'd be nice if we got a, a ton of downloads, but just just the texts from my friends that say Aaron was a mess, but the show was still fantastic. Uh, um, that's all. Cool. Well, I, well, it's not quite all. Dinger and I are going to break into your house when you're on vacation. That's it for the 101st episode of the Afternoon Yap. Dinger, you want to send us off? Uh, make sure you take your blood pressure med. Don't take your blood pressure med before you go to Seattle. Am that I going to be able to sleep tonight? No, no. Don't take any blue pills tonight either. You'll, you might, yeah, just clock out. <laughs> no blood in your brain. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. All right, love you too. See ya. Bye. <laughs>